This week's episode of the Sports Lords is brought to you by Pervsmas, a holiday for perverts celebrated by me and all of my fellow perverts. Happy Pervsmas and happy 2022. And now it's time for the Sports Lords. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get, oh, get in there. Get her. Feel around. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, oh, oh. Happy Pervsmas, everybody. Um, happy Pervsmas to you, uh, Kevin and Jimmy. Happy, happy Pervsmas to you, Diego happy and Kevin. Happy, happy Pervsmas to you both. Oh, what a blessed Pervsmas it's been this year. Yeah, it's the, the best time of year, according to Herb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, he's the only person I know who actively celebrates Pervsmas, but mm-hmm. he says there are at least a dozen other Pervsmas um, celebrators out there. Yeah. He, he says it ties in with double nut December in a good way. Yeah. So I can yeah. only imagine what those dozen pervs are doing. <laughs> It's uh, those two dovetail nice d- double nut December and Pervsmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I have some uh, family that celebrated Pervsmas, but that was generations ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It used to be a bigger holiday. And uh, over time, um, I think as various uh, diseases started spreading. <laughs> Yeah, um, diseases and leg- certain legislation was passed. A lot of um, children being born to people who didn't want them. Yeah. Uh, I think they stopped the, the pervsmas tradition a little bit. Yeah, it's a shame. Um, but, but, hey, some are still celebrating it. And uh, hats off uh, to you, because I know you won't wear condoms. So literally hats off. <laughs> Herb will never wear one, he said. He says he would rather die. Yeah, yeah, he's very committed to that belief. You have to respect it. You know. He says, "Give me liberty or give me death." And in this case, he might get death. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but he somehow hasn't yet. I feel like he's got so many diseases flowing through his body and on his genitals that they kind of cancel each other out at this point. Yeah, it's weird. It seems like they almost make him stronger in yeah. a way. I can't figure it out. <laughs> um but speaking of diseases flowing through a body um i have contracted the virus known as uh coronavirus 19 Mm. and it's currently flowing through my body um i presume i have the omicron strain because it hasn't been too severe knock on wood um so so Really, I just want to say vaccines are fake. The booster was fake. Don't trust any of that stuff. If somebody's trying to tell you to get the vaccine, don't listen to them. It doesn't doesn't magically protect you from this disease. 
So I just want to and as put we that all, on record. And as we all know, vaccine equals cure. Exactly. That's my rudimentary. <laughs> That's my kindergarten level understanding of how vaccines work. Yeah. Um, so, um, no, I kid, I kid. Vaccine, get your vaccine. Um, I think probably the only reason I'm not totally fucked up by COVID-19 is because I've gotten my vaccine and my booster. So so go ahead and do that, folks, if you haven't. I'm sure if you've waited till now and haven't, my me telling you will definitely change your mind at this point. I don't think so. anyone's I don't think anyone's a fence sitter at this point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There think- actually are. There is a, a very dumb girl that works at my job who only has the first dose and I overheard her talking about how this is all a hoax and mm. um she's like i only got it because like i want to do stuff but i don't know i don't know if i'm gonna get the rest um mm-hmm. so i mean she's still on the fence well she's yeah. already got she's already got the microchip might as well uh go go the whole hog yeah get to me it's full update yeah to me it's dumb if it's a hoax you know don't do anything why why waste your time getting one yeah, I did work with a lady who was totally against it. I never got her reasoning. I don't really care to, but <laughs> in a way, I respected her for just uh, doubling down. Just not, nothing. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, I guess it's a gamble some people want to take. Um, I, I know some people, you know, of course, there's the microchip theory. But I know there are a lot of people who are like, well, everyone who's gotten the vaccine is going to be dead in like five years or something. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the theories to like purge society. Right. Or something. Even though um, like the disease is doing it now. Right. But... Well, that's if you believe the fake news reporting of, of yeah. you know, the death totals and stuff. Right. So, yeah, because I've, I've heard, yeah. I've heard those theories. I've heard like uh, everyone's rushed, um, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Look, all I'll say is I'm for it. If you're on the fence for some reason, listening to us, <laughs> I encourage you to go for it. Um, it wasn't rushed. It's, it's amazing what uh, people can do when, um, when money is given in the way it was by governments and companies to try to, get us back to work uh yeah right so you know when people come together and there's money behind it you can do things pretty quickly um but yeah you know just stay safe out there is the big thing uh yeah watch out for each other and watch out for yourselves uh yeah just be just be safe watch out for your watch out for your dingus watch out for your drangus because yeah Yeah. perv pervs must they're coming for them man yeah i mean that's really you need to be doing that year-round pandemic or not you got to watch out for that drangus there's a sure there's a pervimus krampus who (laughs) comes after all your drangus out there you know the way that krampus steals kids and puts them in a sack Mm -hmm. this other one comes for your sack at least that's that's in the that's the story that's in the children's book about (laughs) pervimus that herb wrote I don't know. I don't know if he came up with that myth or if that's traditional, but uh, he can probably get a copy of that to you if, if you're interested. But also, if you do reach out to Herb for a copy, I would suggest being careful because I, you know, this is uh, unsubstantiated, maybe conspiracy. I think Herb is Perv's Miss Krampus. 
I think you might be right about that. I don't know. It's just a suspicion I get. <laughs> I think that's a safe, safe, uh, safe assumption. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, wow. What a couple of weeks it's been, right, guys? Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry we missed last week. Surf's, uh, you know, it was the holidays. People were on the road. People were, you know, my family was in town. I was prepping for that. We were a little busy. We didn't have time to give you guys the gift of the Lords. But it's yeah. coming now. It's coming a little bit late. It's just a little late, but very close to Christmas. So. Mm -hmm. And we've had Jimmy was given... Uh, Santa brought him COVID. Mm -hmm. Santa brought me um, a trip to the hospital, not COVID related. You know, it's just been great. It's been awesome. Yeah. And I got yeah. diarrhea, but I don't know if Santa <laughs> brought that to me or not. Um, and yeah, if you're listening and I don't know how my audio quality is, but I'm sitting in a parking lot in Atlanta, Georgia watching um fat fucks walk into a barbecue restaurant <laughs> so just for fun by the way he's kevin yeah, could yeah. be at, a, at the studio but he's just doing this on his day off for fun <laughs> i just uh yeah i'm just doing this to get horny <laughs> speaking of horny i drove by uh i drove by a horny guy restaurant on the way here is is it Twin Peaks a horny guy restaurant? Yes, it is a horny guy <laughs> restaurant. Yeah, yeah. That one's that one's deceiving because you would never. Well, the name implies horny guy restaurant, but like it doesn't. It's not that obvious. You I think drove David by Lynch it. first. I think David yeah. Lynch right away. Yeah, it's a little more subtle yeah. than the other horny guy restaurants that are just like boobs, yeah. <laughs> boobs. The restaurant, <laughs> like. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> David Lynch. It's sort of in a part of town where it doesn't really make sense. Um, uh, so anyway, horny, also, horny stuff. Also, real quick, um, we have officially trademarked the name Boobs the Restaurant. So any yeah. of you sick freaks out there listening, that's ours. You can't yeah. have it. We're gonna, open, gotta... we're gonna open it up. Exactly. And if we don't open it up, you got to pay us big money to get that name. Because mm -hmm. that's a billion, that's a billion dollar name at least. Yeah, we'll sick, we'll sick herb on you if you uh, take it. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm curious, how do you guys think horny guy restaurants have fared during COVID? <laughs> you know, that's a good question. I I believe that most of the clientele and the staff at horny guy restaurants don't don't think COVID is real. So if I had to guess, I would say they've been they've done better than other restaurants during COVID. That's my theory. Yeah. Based on my personal experience, um, they're pretty busy throughout COVID. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my seat you at the bar is always study, taken. <laughs> you go there just to study their metrics during the pandemic. Yeah, I just go see and make sure uh, everyone's wearing a mask. <laughs> 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 sir you're you need to put your mask on excuse who are you get your hands out of your pants <laughs> excuse me my mask is up here <laughs> uh, well 
maybe I'll pay a visit to a horny guy restaurant just to make sure they're doing okay. Um, yeah, Good. I think I think we all should just, just double check. <laughs> Jimmy, you once know, you get that negative test, we'll go hit one up. Yeah, let's do it. Um, Got to support really, local business, you know? Exactly. Like, especially where this new wave of COVID's really fucking things up. We got to get out there, support our horny guy restaurants. Help essential, help essential workers, you know? Yeah. Like, all those, all those workers are trying to get through medical school. We got to exactly. help them out, you know? Exactly. Yeah. They got to help them pay their bills right now. So go to a horny guy restaurant, leave a big tip. You know, and you can probably work that into your pervs miss yeah. celebration. <laughs> I gotta just call ahead. So you got a party of 25. It's a Persmas celebration. They might bring out like a special dessert or something at the end. Yeah, you told them you're celebrating pervs miss. Hey y'all, happy pervs <laughs> Welcome to Boobs the Restaurant. <laughs> Here's a free mini cheesecake. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> Man, you really gotta, we gotta open boobs the rest. <laughs> oh. oh, boy. I can't remember the last time I was in a horny guy restaurant. It might have been the Hooters downtown in atlanta georgia over there by peachtree center because i used to work right next to it (laughs) and uh we'd go there often on fridays to get drunk before going back to work (laughs) i love that that's such a that's such a good move the drunk at lunch work uh work move yeah Yeah. because i worked for a bunch of lawyers so they would all leave by one o'clock so i'd go to lunch a little bit later with some colleagues and i was like well there's no one in the office let's just load up on beers <laughs> yeah i i used to do that um a little bit at the bar that kevin worked at in mm-hmm. brooklyn i'd sneak mm-hmm. away sneak away from work for about an hour <laughs> down a couple of beers come back like, hey i'm in a better mood now <laughs> let me deliver some baby for the show. <laughs> yeah, or you guys need me to drive this van i'll drive it all over town i don't care <laughs> I'll yeah. build this for that bitch. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. I'll hold that baby. Give it to me. I'll I'll take your baby back to your house. And I'll meet you later. <laughs> I can make it stop crying. <laughs> yeah, I did. I I did uh, enable that, and I've done it myself. And hey, it's a great move. Never in a horny guy restaurant. Yeah, but someday. Yeah, you did it when you were a pilot, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Good times. Part of the code. Mm-hmm. Um, well, now we've kind of recapped how cool the world is at the moment. Um, <laughs> yeah, so- how, about, uh, how about sports? Yeah. Uh, I've, I've been wanting to watch uh, college football bowl games, but they're getting canceled at a rapid clip. Oh yeah, big time. Um, yeah, we've had quite a few cancellations already. Uh, just pulling up the list here. So far, it looks like four, uh, or excuse me, five bowl games have been canceled. The first mm. one was the Hawaii Bowl on Christmas Eve. 
Um, real quick, I do want to mention something before we get fully into sports. I think you guys will appreciate this. I ran up a guy's credit card here at my sister's restaurant, and he was in a priest outfit. Um, like he's, I was like, oh, it's a priest. And then his credit card had his name, and then it said, like, his name, Pastoral Services. Mm. So is he, like, a priest for rent? Like, how does that – he had, like, his own LLC. Is he a fake priest? Yeah, I wonder. It doesn't sound like he's a uh, – maybe he's not a Roman Catholic priest, but he's some other kind of priest or something. I, I don't know. Maybe the – Maybe the church has a business card, like a business Maybe, yeah. credit card. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. I would I would hope it would say like Catholic Church LLC or Persness <laughs> Enterprises LLC. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, sorry. Bowl games canceled. Yeah, like the, the Omicron seems to be spreading like wildfire amongst the uh the college students there who could have guessed that. And uh, yeah, these games keep getting canceled. So uh, it's a shame, you know, I, I hope all these kids still, still get their, their gift bags or whatever, you know, get their free TVs and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Have you guys watched many of the games? I've found myself not. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, not really. That- yeah, I haven't. And that the thing I've realized, um, because I don't have cable, um, I have to like more deliberately sort of seek out mm-hmm. watching the games, you know, like that's why, like when I was a kid, I used to watch bowl games like crazy because I was at home, didn't have anywhere to go. And I could just flip through my parents cable and watch every fucking bowl game. So I've, I've watched some of the Georgia state bowl game. Yes. I saw some cool. of that. Mm-hmm. They kicked the shit out of uh, Ball State. Ball State, that's right. And they're on the rise, folks. Those Panther, that Panther program is is going places. Yeah, Panther Power. Oh, that's right. That's right. Oh um, yes, I did watch a little bit of the Tail Greeter Cure Bowl that nice. uh, he covered in depth last time. Coastal mm-hmm. Carolina pulled out a close one against Northern Illinois, 47 to 41. It was actually a very entertaining game. Yeah, that's a freaking shootout. Yeah. And the tailgates were phenomenal from all things reported. I mean, they should be, <laughs> you know, they better be. <laughs> um, and then also I did see a little bit of um Oh, what bowl was it? It was uh, the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl where the much-hated Florida Gators lost to UCF and then tried to start a fight after the game as as the Gators are known to do, uh, you know, being kind of assholes. Yeah. So it was, it was great to see UCF win because um, a lot of times folks down in the SEC down south it's like, yeah, I root for all the SEC, man. I want the SEC to dominate bowl season where I'm like, I don't want my rivals to win ever. I want them to be humiliated. So yeah. I root against them still. Um, and Florida losing is always a good thing. Yeah, I, I don't believe in that 
that whole root for the SEC thing with, you know, a rare exception. There's maybe. a few. Yes, yes, yes. But but in general, I'm like, nah, yeah, yeah, I, I love to see Florida go down to like, Central Florida. I'll never root for Florida. I'll never root for Bama. Yeah, you know, I can, yeah, can't like, root for Bama. It's just impossible. Yeah. There's others that like, yeah, whatever. Like, I don't really care. Like, yeah, if they win or like LSU, I'm like neutral on, I guess. Yeah, and if, if they're like, depending on who they're playing too, it's all depends yeah. on who the the SEC team is playing. Also, exactly. Like if they're playing like Ohio State or if it's like LSU Ohio State, let's say, yeah. I'll probably pull for LSU because I don't like Ohio State. You know, right? Just depends. I don't love Auburn, but if they're playing Clemson, I'm probably going to root for Auburn. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Which Auburn so. just lost? I saw by the way to Houston, seventeen thirteen. Dang. Dang um yeah so it's been a it's been a weird bowl season so far unfortunately Mm -hmm. um speaking of the sec real quick i wanted to bring this up and i am not going to play any audio because it's it's not really an audio thing it's more of a visual so i'm going to put this up on on instagram maybe did either of you happen to catch the sec network's programming over christmas called the sec yule log uh no no i missed that okay so i don't have cable either i have a a roku and so i watch everything on apps and i was checking out espn on christmas eve or christmas morning whenever it was just to see if there are any bowl games on and it was the SEC U-Log was on the SEC network. And I was like, what the hell is this? So I tuned in and it is, it was maybe the strangest programming I've ever seen on ESPN and some of the strangest programming I've seen on television recently at all. I encourage you to look it up if you have the ESPN app, if it's still there on demand. Um, what it was is they would show a Yule log on fire, just kind of like the Netflix thing where you can have a fireplace on. Mm-hmm. They would play, they would rotate through all the SEC fight songs mm-hmm. as the fire burned. And that would mm-hmm. go on and they would switch in between the fight songs and then it would jarringly cut to like an old timey Christmas standard, you know? Um, and then right back to like, you know, Rocky Top or whatever. Weird. But, but then after like a few minutes of just the log and the music playing, they would cut to a set. Um, And it was like the SEC network set. And it was like two leather chairs and like a bookshelf on the back. And it had like, you know, little mini helmets of the various teams and flags like all over. And then this is the, this is where the weird part would come in. Personalities from the SEC network would walk into set and 90% of the time would not speak, but they would have to act out a, a skit or something. So like Paul Feinbaum walks in all kind of creepy on a set and he's like, just like touching everything. And then he grabs a little Tennessee mini helmet and he sits down and he's like looking at it and just like thinking and like nodding his head. And then he throws the helmet back and forth and he tries to put it on, but it clearly won't fit. And then he like puts it back and he walks off and they cut back to the Yule log. And I got entrapped watching this and I watched way more than I should have. There was one point where Greg McElroy 
and uh, Marcus Spears come on and they sit down and they actually spoke because that's the thing. People are moving around, not speaking, but they have mics. So you hear rustling <laughs> of their shirts. Oh no. Because the mic is the but Marcus Spears and Greg McElroy sit down in the leather chairs and in between them is a table and there's a chess set. And Marcus Spears is like, hey, Greg, do you know how to play chess? And Greg's like, yeah. And Marcus is like, I don't. It's like, you want to show me? And basically, Greg McElroy explains chess. Like, he goes through what every move, every wow. do. And then they're like, you want to play? And it's like, all right. And then they cut away. And they cut back to them. And they're like, passed out on the chairs. <sighs> And then they go right back to the Yule log. It was the most insane thing I've ever seen in my life. It was That's... a fucking fever dream. I highly encourage everyone to check it out just to see a weird thing. Do you do you think it's still on like on their YouTube or something? It might be on the app, on the ESPN like app. If okay. you go to like a SEC network, and it was called SEC Yule Log. I'll put up a clip because I recorded some on my phone. There might be commentary from my wife and I as we uh try to explain what's happening to each other <laughs> or what sure. we're seeing but uh I'll, I'll try to put it up there so people can see it it's bonkers and that was, sounds was, insane because the the yule log like format is very simple yes just because all they had to do was um a yule log and then maybe like all the sec mini helmets in front of the fire mm-hmm. sure That's it. yeah and maybe if you want to get fancy you have because i saw this you maybe have a mascot arm poke the fire with a poker. Yep. Mm, that's a good idea. Yeah. That's it. There and was that sounds way overbaked. Yeah, there yeah. was a there was a thing where like was it Peter Burns, the guy that hosts the desks crap, he comes in and he sits down on the chair and falls asleep. And then Adnan mm-hmm. Verk, or no, it's not Adnan, it's Dari Noka. Dari Noka, the other host, he comes mm-hmm. in and like looks around. And he mm. pokes him in the head and then he gets next to him and takes a selfie and starts laughing. And then Peter Burns wakes up and he's all upset about this. But it's like, what are you fucking doing? This is, did they call you guys in to just like hang out all day? And like, that's, that's what I was going to say. Was this, <laughs> this was on, on Christmas. I yeah, just they, imagine. And they somebody, re-aired it. <laughs> somebody just like holding all these people there against their will. Yeah. And they're like, we just want to be with our families on Christmas. They're like, No. You got to stay here and, and fuck around and not really do anything, but you have to stay here. And not only that, you have to wear suits still for some reason. Yeah, keep those <laughs> suits on. And do, I don't know, go do a Christmas thing or play yeah. chess or something. Do something. Explain chess to them. He's an idiot. Yeah, yeah. It was weird. It's fucking bizarre. It was like a fever dream, but I don't know. I'm kind of yeah. glad I caught it. <laughs> It's also weird that they played all the fight songs too, because yes. that, that kind of lines up with those freaks who root for just the SEC in general. Like nobody wants to hear every team's fight song, you know, just play Christmas music. Right. And they, well, it would cut between them and it was jarring. <laughs> yeah. Just go all Christmas music right. or, or all fight song. Yeah. Or just turn be... on NCAA football and leave the menu screen. Playing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jeez. But yeah, that was uh, maybe the most I've seen in terms of uh, football or stuff. Yeah. I've been looking for it, but it's um, I caught a lot of that Georgia State game 
it looked absolutely packed down there in Montgomery. Uh-huh. I think it looks about like uh, you know a high school, a mid-season high school game. Mm-hmm. Um, Attendance-wise, yeah, yeah, the Tax Act Camellia Bowl uh, was really drawing in the fans. Yeah, those Ball State fans. I mean, they they definitely wanted to make the drive all the way from you know like Central Indiana all the way down to the Gulf Coast of Alabama for sure. Yeah, David Letterman was there front and center, mm-hmm. just rooting on his Ball State uh, birds or whatever they are. Ball State birds. Um, uh, I did see one thing though. I did see that Oregon State, um, the way teams have like these turnover things, they have a turnover chainsaw. So <laughs> I thought that was kind of cool. If you're a defender that gets a fumble recovery or an interception, they go back to the sidelines, they hand you a turnover chainsaw. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty awesome. They just have to be careful with that thing. <laughs> Don't want to accidentally hit a water boy with the turnover chainsaw. Like oh god like returning it to him you accidentally like ah! yeah. <laughs> yeah it seems like those things get more extreme every year like yeah. i wonder some somebody's gonna have to top the turnover chainsaw now it's like turnover gun it'll <laughs> <laughs> be the turnover cannon yeah turnover that would be bomb. cool the turnover cannon and you take the ball you intercepted and you put it in the cannon and they oh, shoot it out of the stadium yeah yeah that's a great idea we're copy copywriting that one so oh yeah if anybody wants that they gotta pay a big time yep for sure um but yeah you know we'll see if the playoff happens i I hope it does if it's like all right, but I also hope these uh, kids don't get forced <laughs> to like fucking doing something they don't want to, or you know yeah. what I mean? Because you, f- I feel like all the coaches will be putting pressure on the kids no matter what to, to yeah. show up to that. I know, yeah. Knowing college football, it's you know it's gonna go down in the least ethical way possible, but <laughs> uh, we'll see. Yeah, fingers crossed, everything works out. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. What else we have? What else happened? It's, it's hard to talk too much about anything. Cause like, again, this Omicron is really um, kicked the nuts of all the leagues. Yeah. So, like, the NHL has uh, suspended its season or postponed it, postponed it for now. Um I mean, they weren't going to be able to travel to Canada anyway. They were they started there and then immediately just were like, you know what? We're just going to postpone it because everyone is sick. The NBA is really having a hard time. Yeah. Um, the Hawks, I think, have had uh, up to 12 or 13 players on COVID protocols. And that came after they played a team who eventually got everyone in COVID. You know, everyone's been getting it. It's like, of course, it's going to spread, especially in the NBA indoors, you know yeah like that um yeah it sucks the hawks had this christmas day matchup which is always like a a special Mm -hmm. special games on christmas day for the nba um against the knicks but trey trey was out with uh among other hawks players was out with with covid so that kind of took the air out of that one yeah knicks fans still decided to chant fuck you trey even though he wasn't even in new york um which Trey, yeah. of course, being 
the amazing heel that he is tweeted out like oh i see y'all only chant at the end of the game now Mm -hmm. um yeah started like cry laugh emojis or whatever um yeah that was that's great i did get to catch that game that was uh not not great for the hawks but yeah it is sort of uh hard to judge when they were missing kevin herter and trey young and capella was just coming back out of covid stuff um and some of the other guys were just coming back as well so it's just like there's no chemistry there's no you're playing with guys who get signed 10-day contracts who might not be there the next time you have to play uh and that that's across the league it's not just the hawks this isn't just that it's it's bad yeah yeah i mean kevin durant won a game by himself the other week with a bunch of dudes who were all 10-day contracts oh yeah and former hawk uh joe johnson signed a 10-day contract with the celtics after not being in the nba for like three years yeah 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 there's a bunch Uh, of that going on too isaiah thomas uh not the pistons isaiah thomas but the the second guy named after the guy named after the original isaiah thomas Mm -hmm. he signed with the lakers (laughs) for 10 days and then greg monroe who's another guy who retired is now back uh because uh someone needed a tall center is just uh soon enough you know i'm putting it out there i'm i'm six four uh and i know that's not very tall in the nba but if you need a body um I'll uh I'll suit up for whoever. Yeah, to all of our NBA GMs who are listening, I think we get all. 30. Oh, all of them listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give Diego a little tryout. Give me a call. I played yeah. basketball. For yeah, a long time when I was younger. He tall. It's six fouls. You get six fouls out yeah, of it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Be an enforcer. Yeah, yeah. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah. Pump for sure. That's uh, let's do it. Let's make it happen. Diego can play center for the Hawks. There you go. Small ball. Mm-hmm. We'll go small ball. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's funny. Like play, when you watch the NBA, everyone's like, "Oh, that's a little guy or whatever." And then, like, I'll always tell my wife, "Like that guy is my height." I know he's like the shortest. I know like mm-hmm. he's the shortest guy, and like Steph Curry is like my height. <laughs> you know, like, he looks like a little twerp out there but mm-hmm. these are all giants um like last week it was funny before like all this broke out sticking with the nba real quick the one nba story the nets announced Kyrie was going to rejoin the team and he was going to play practice with them and then like play whenever they were in states that weren't mandating vaccines and Whoa. hours after announcing it he uh, immediately had to go into covid protocols <laughs> so that worked out uh, great yeah, that's going to be interesting. I wonder how your teammates uh, welcome you back <laughs> under these circumstances. I mean, I guess they won't. It's good. He's a very good player, but mm-hmm. um, kind of weird. But, but um, yeah, it's so it's a weird time, as we keep saying, um, just because, yeah, everything is bizarre and uh, – mm-hmm again leagues are happening some of them and it's not really the league because you can't you know actually hear or or can't actually like see the guys that are supposed to be playing but um in good news uh i guess we can transition here we got there were some good news in the last couple weeks 
uh, Urban Meyer was fired from the Jacksonville Jaguars uh, after reports came out that he um, he kicked a kicker, a former kicker that was on the Jaguars. And uh, I guess that was the last straw and he was fired. And uh, the Jaguars have said they don't intend on paying the rest of his contract out. So it uh, really blew up in Urban's face. Yeah, yeah, nobody saw that coming. Um, the, the early departure from the Jags. Um, if that's yeah. true, if that's true that he kicked a kicker, what a pussy move! You yeah. kick the the least intimidating position on the team. Mm-hmm. That's a bully. I'd like to see him kick like a linebacker. I'd like to see the kicker kick him back. You know, like you're you're doing the thing this guy does really well. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Yeah. I I did. I did have to laugh when I read that story because the quotes from Urban Meyer were like he kicked him. And like as he kicked him was like, you better make your fucking kicks today, dipshit. And the kicker was like, hey, uh, don't ever hit me or touch me like that again. And Urban Meyer was like, I'm the head ball coach. I'll do whatever the hell I want. Um, Which is just an amazing insight into his coaching style and managerial style. I'm, you know, not surprised that 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 didn't work out well in the NFL. Yeah. uh, Treating people like that. Josh Lambeau is the kicker, by the way, who was kicked. Um, He... He was the fourth most accurate place kicker in NFL history. And uh, I think he was cut because he missed a few kicks in preseason. Well, let's get a GoFundMe going for Josh Lambeau's ass. (laughs) Or whichever part Urban kicked. He he had to have kicked him in the butt, right? Kick him in the little tuchus? I would imagine that was... Just like a a little demeaning kick in the ass. Mm-hmm. It kicked him in the leg. Kicked you in the ass. He kicked him in the leg. Yeah, that might be even worse because that's his uh, money maker. Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Urban Meyer is just really what so, a villain. So the way the story goes, Lambo was saying. Uh, he was approached by Urban Meyer. He wasn't calling any of the Jaguar specialists, anyone on special teams by their names. It was kicker, punter, long snapper, Lambo said, or shitbag, dipshit, or whatever the hell it was. He says the names didn't bother him. Um, but then it was like, he was like, uh, this is a quote. I'm in a, he, I'm in a lunge position. My left leg is forward. My right leg is back. Urban Meyer, while I'm in that stretch position, comes up to me and says, hey, dipshit, make your fucking kicks, and then kicks him in the leg. <laughs> I was like, all right, man. Cool. Um, yeah, like if he was a, a character in a TV show or movie, that'd be pretty hilarious, but in real life, it's it's not very cool. Yeah, of the kick, Lambo says, it certainly wasn't as hard as it could have done it, uh, it certainly wasn't a love tap. Truthfully, I'd register it as a five out of 10, which in the workplace, I don't care if it's football or not. The boss can't strike her employee for a second. I couldn't believe it actually happened. Pardon my vulgarity. He's I said, 
don't you ever fucking kick me again? And his response was, I'm the head ball coach. I'll kick you whenever the fuck I want. <laughs> Very cool motivational style. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're going to so, get the best out of people yeah. that way for sure. Yeah. So that's good stuff. So, you know, it's, it's too, he'll get another shot, right? It's too bad. I guarantee he, I, I I've said this to Kevin, like, sorry, I, got, I got a smoke alarm going off here. Hold on a second. Uh Oh, Omicron and a smoke alarm and a fire. Oh, Jimmy chaos over there at the O'Connell household. Yeah. Got to get it together there. I heard that going off. Um, a little warning maybe it just ran out of battery finally what's that oh the thing yeah i was gonna address it but i'm sure our listeners at home uh heard it i wasn't sure where it was coming from but it's funny I, the same thing just happened to john collins atlanta hawk john collins on a pod he was on jj reddick's podcast and throughout the whole thing the thing is beeping uh the alarm because he hadn't changed the battery on it yet <laughs> stars they're just like us they're just like us you know what i mean hey sorry about that guys it's okay um I, there's no fire oh good uh good, guy good, just good. got a faulty smoke alarm here oh, um yeah, yeah. yep but yeah so um, long urban and it's it's crazy because urban i thought i thought he was like an all right commentator like when he was on Fox Sports doing the Big mm-hmm. Ten games, mm-hmm. I, you know, <laughs> he was my favorite, but uh, I thought he was fine and he had a good career going for himself doing that because you make a decent living doing that shit. But uh, he had to, he had to be a big boy, big, big tough guy. He's really had quite a time this year. Oh, yeah. He has. Um, I, you know, I was going to say before my smoke alarm started going crazy, I think he's going to be interviewing for that Notre Dame job within the next five years. I don't know if you guys talked about that when I walked away, but no, I mean, that's my theory. I thought they hired on the dude. Well, I guess within the next five years. Yeah. 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 Like, I mean, unless that guy turns out to be just like a great coach and, and establishes himself, you know, if he's kind of middling, there's going to be a strong temptation for them to bring in Urban Meyer since he's a papist who's often spoken about how that's his dream job, you know? And that's if you, true, but yeah. I wonder, I wonder if they'll be able to overlook all of these little infractions over the last year. Um, yeah. Notre yeah. Dame might not be able to, but other schools will. And if you think it's impossible or won't happen, just look up, uh, just go to go to Google or Bing or any of those and type in Bobby Petrino. Yep. So exactly. Yeah, he'll he'll definitely get a college job again. Yes. Thank um, you for calling out my favorite search engine, Bing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's I great for right? Bing. Yeah. For sure. People don't know this, but it's named after Bing Crosby because mm-hmm. on his deathbed, he outlined his idea for a search engine pre-internet. Yeah. Yeah. And people just thought it was his alcoholic induced dementia, but it actually, he was actually had a vision. Cause little, little known facts, you know, I don't know. We, we all like have read the, all of Bing's autobiographies and stuff. 
Mm-hmm. If you were hanging out with Bing Crosby, he would be like, hey, ask me a question. And then mm-hmm. you would ask him something and he would race to his encyclopedia to find the answer. And then he'd come back with the answer. And he just loved doing that over and over again. Yeah, it's true. He would do that on the set of White Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Rosemary Clooney would ask him questions all day and he'd go run over and do that. Um, so anyway, uh, Urban Meyer, but- I, I, I as a Notre Dame somewhat fan, I uh, would like for him to not uh, get that job because he's a turd. But, you know, they've had plenty of turds coach at Notre Dame. Brian Kelly, for one. <laughs> I mean, he's doing the opposite of Urban Meyer, though. He's revealing his turdness more and more as after he leaves. Um, he kind of kept it mostly under wraps while he was there, except for killing a kid. Yeah. My prediction for Urban Meyer doesn't go through South Bend. I do think he'll start at either a small school, but if he goes to a big school, I think what's going to happen is uh, the Florida Gators are going to eventually fire Dan Mullen because he's kind of not working out. In well, they opinion. already, or, or whoever, they, they hired <laughs> Billy Napier because they fired Dan Mullen late in the season. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So they got the new guy from like Louisiana. Yeah. Monroe Mullen's gone. That's right. So I feel like, or Meyer's going to end up at Florida when they fire. I, I think that's, a, this that's next a good staff theory. Yeah. Because Florida doesn't care about anything mm-hmm. and they know that he's won there and he can recruit and he can build that program up again, probably. Yeah. And I think I, I bet he ends I, up there. I think that's a good theory. Cause like they had players literally committing murder yeah. under his watch the first time around, and they were happy to look the other way. Yeah. So I'm sure they'll give him a couple of years, give this new guy a couple of years. And once he sucks, they'll be like, all right, Urban, come on back. Yep. Yeah. Oh, you're desperate looking for work. Hey, come yeah. on here. Come on over, yep. buddy. Exactly. Um, the upsetting thing is he'll probably be successful. Yeah. He'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> He'll like hire Tim Tebow as like his assistant so that it's like, well, see, I got it. I got good people around me. Yeah, exactly. You know, keeping me yeah. in check, Timothy. <laughs> um, but it'll suck. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was like a big news in the NFL for a minute. Um, I, I've been sort of keeping up with the NFL a little bit. Uh, another league struggling with uh, COVID. Um, yeah. Did you watch um, – I watched a bit of Monday Night Football last night. Uh, yeah, I bet you were happy with uh, Ian Book playing, right? Oh, I was going to say Ian, Ian Book. <laughs> Ian Book was in uh, close to full-on crap, crapping his pants mode mm-hmm. um, because because of COVID, he got uh, you know thrust into the game as a starter, and he was not ready for that. Um, he looked okay, but, yeah, the Dolphins beat the – it was the final score. I didn't. I only watched the first half because I have to go to bed early for the job I do for fun. Mm. Right. Well, I I turned it off just because it, it was like it was never really close. The the Dolphins kind of steamrolled them. They had Tua um, playing pretty well, and yeah, yeah. Um, the, the Dolphins are a weird story. They 
they started one and seven. They lost seven games in a row, and now they've won seven games in a row. They're the first team in history to lose seven straight and then win seven straight in the same season. I was only keeping up with it for fantasy football purposes. So, but Ian Book definitely found out he can't outrun linebackers the way he could in college up here in the NFL. No, yeah. He's very talented, but it was interesting to watch um, exactly that, where it's like, oh, fuck, this is different. This yeah. is, these guys it's, are way, way good. He, he's good. Yeah, he's a talented guy, but he's no Taysom Hill. He ain't no Taysom. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Ain't no Taysom. He got a little Taysom of those NFL defenders last night, if I tell you what. <laughs> he tastes some of their balls in his mouth. He tastes some of them sacks. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he was tasting sacks, no <laughs> doubt about that. Um, yeah, actually, um, former Georgia quarterback got his first NFL yeah. start over the weekend, Jake Fromm. Mm-hmm. He similarly was in full-on crap-my-pants mode. Um, I think he only played like a quarter and was just dog shit awful, and they're like, all right, forget, forget it. We'll bring in the other shitty quarterback we have uh, for the New York Giants. Right. So, yeah, it's a big leap um, from being like an above average to to good college quarterback um, to even like being able to hang in in the NFL. It's kind of insane how how much more difficult it is. It really it really is. Um, And not everyone can do it, obviously. Mm -hmm. Uh, One guy, (laughs) one guy who's made the leap, who's really doing it well is uh, Joe Burrow. Holy shit. Yeah, you know, got the fucking Bengals like ready to go into the playoffs. I mean, his last game, um, the day after Christmas against the Ravens, he had a 80% completion percentage, 525 yards, and four touchdowns. Um, wow, yeah. it was a depleted Ravens team, but like it doesn't, they're all NFL caliber players, and he's still doing it, you know. So, yeah, he's he's unreal. Um, he's the real deal, he's really good. Yeah, it's it's kind of amazing. I mean, it'd be cool to see the Bengals be good just because mm-hmm. they've they're one of those franchises that has always sucked. So yeah, uh, I'll pull for the Bengals. Um, one thing I didn't see here too that I want to talk about uh, that happened in the NFL was um, Stephon Diggs of the Buffalo Bills had a great touchdown celebration as the Bills defeated the Patriots to. Uh, take the the lead in the afc east um and i was gonna play a little bit of that audio and see if see we'll see if we can make it out but this has been making the rounds um because it's always fun to um make fun of new england fans Mm -hmm. and uh, have them feel bad so here a little bit of the play and then you got to listen closely uh to hear what stefan says and if you can't we'll uh I'll, i'll narrate it so here's a little bit of the audio Allen delivers touchdown Stefan Diggs oh, it, yeah it cuts out but basically sorry that was not the right audio but it cuts out but basically you can hear a little bit like him saying you what he does is he runs up to the fans in the first row and he points at them he's like you 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 and then he says shut the fuck up and like walks away <laughs> incredible i love it that's it's incredible great. yeah that's uh i would love to be able to do that to a bunch of 
New England fans, mm-hmm. Bostonians. Yeah, they're they're really riding high right now because they because they got it's working with McCorkle. Yeah, um, it really is, which is crazy. But yeah, I don't. McCorkle might turn out to be like a solid NFL quarterback, but I don't don't see him ever being on Tom Brady's level. Maybe I'll regret saying that, but I'm just gonna go stick my neck out and say that. I mean, if if he's um. If he's on teams that have like, you know, dominating defenses and a good offensive line and a good running game. Yeah, he could probably do the Tom Brady thing because my hot take is that that's what Tom Brady did. Um, I mean, yeah, that, but, that's true. I mean, this look, he's a, awesome, but like, yeah, come on. He's not he's not my number one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's a debate to be had there for sure. He, especially early on in his career, he was definitely more of like a game manager. So. Oh, yeah. He didn't throw a touchdown pass the whole first Super Bowl run they were on. Yeah. <laughs> Which they yeah. shouldn't even have made the Super Bowl because of the tuck rule thing. But yeah. What you going to do? Yeah, what you going to do? Also, speaking of the tuck rule, it's been kind of funny to see how the Raiders are all of a sudden like back in the mix after John Gruden was fired. Like, yeah, all of a sudden they can still make the playoffs. What a crazy season! Um, I kind of forgot that that whole John Gruden <laughs> fiasco. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, man. Uh, the NFL wants you to forget, <laughs> but it wow. happened. And he he would be the first person to show up to boobs the restaurant. I think. Yeah, I bet we could get him on a discount as an endorsement deal right now. Just get, yeah, go ahead and shoot that commercial. We'll check and see what his contract status is like with Hooters if it's still, yeah, going. But you know, if not, get him on board with Boobs the Restaurant. (laughs) Come on in to Boobs the Restaurant, John Gruden. I'll be there. Squeeze all the boobs you want. Food's terrible, but we, there's boobs. All the food's shaped like boobs. We put all our food in boob molds and make them look like boobs. It sucks, but who cares? Just stare at it. All the sizes for food it comes in A cup, B cup, C cup, D cup, all the way up to triple E. And look, I have to say this. I've been told that I have to say this, but... You can't take photos of it, of the boobs, and send them to your friends without telling them, apparently. Uh, I don't agree with it, but that's what they told me to say. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, we got something there. Yeah, we'll, we'll get them on. Um, yeah. The other thing I had here real quick uh, before we wrap this show up, um, something kind of cool, too, that happened um, before Christmas or whatever that I still want to bring up. Deion Sanders coaching uh, down there at um, Jacksonville State, I believe. He he snagged the top recruit in the nation in college football. He stole him from his alma mater, Florida State, uh, to go play at a historically black college, HBCU, which is, uh, I think, pretty cool that Deion is immediately making waves and using his primetime neonness to get guys to come to his school yeah that's pretty amazing pretty big get for mm-hmm. 
Um, and I'm sure, I think the kid he got was a, a corner, right? Yeah. 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 I'm sure that, you know, Dion being of course. Like the greatest corner of all time, um, definitely helps helped him snag that guy. Um, but yeah, it'd be cool to see, see more HBCUs land these top recruits, make it a little more interesting. I mean, that's the problem with college football now, just in general is that there's the parity is, is lower than it ever has been. And it's just like all of the best players go to like, you know, five schools basically. Right. Um, so it'd be nice well, to see some, some shift in that. And I mean, there's been some talk, uh, in the past by players and activists and stuff where it's like, you know, cause like the majority of these like five-star athletes are all like black kids. And it's mm-hmm. like, why do they go make money for these giant institutions that already have billions? It's like, if there was a way to like get them to smaller schools and historically black colleges, you know, it's like, you're going to go to the NFL no matter what. Cause you're fucking running a four one forty or whatever. So it's mm-hmm. like, kind of like, fuck the NCAA go play here, man. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's true. Um, also like in the immediate short term. Um, Cause my first thought was, well, then you don't have as many showcase opportunities as that, that corner. Right. But think about, cause they're probably playing, playing weaker schedules than a lot of the big schools. Think about the highlight mm-hmm. clips they'll be able to put together. And you it's don't like, get injured as much, maybe. Like, yeah. Because uh, the schedule is not as crazy, also. Um, also, the NFL isn't afraid to draft guys from tiny schools either. I mean, it's, you know, like, whether it's like there are so many quarterbacks now who get drafted from like North Dakota State, right? Or whatever. Um, the, the NFL is like all about finding guys. So, I mean, if you're already the number one recruit in the nation coming out of high school, NFL scouts already know who you are, you know? So you just got to put in a couple of years and then you just go, go to the combine and you're good. Yeah. If you run like a four, three they're going to look at you no matter what you're doing. Hell, yeah, I mean, exactly. Antonio Gates didn't play college football. He was a basketball player and mm-hmm. uh, he had a great career. Yeah. Um, they don't care. They'll take whoever there's rugby guys in the NFL. Like mm-hmm. they just want their bottom line. So, so yeah, but it was cool to see Dion. And then like he stirred up controversy too. And talking about like playing power five schools is a sellout move. We're never going to schedule, you know, like he's being Dion and like mm-hmm. creating buzz for Jackson state, which I'm all for man. Um, maybe, maybe do less Aflac commercials with Nick Saban, <laughs> but uh, keep recruiting. <laughs> Yeah, it's good for good for Dion. I mean, it'd be really cool if he built that program up. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. But I'm um, all for it. I'm pro Dion. Scale Dion. <laughs> but uh yeah, other than that, I don't know. Any you guys got anything else that came up no. or happened? No, I mean we uh the freaking Baseball lockout still locked out, so nothing there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully those guys pull their heads out of their asses and get something done so we can have a full season. Mm-hmm. And with all this COVID craziness, you know, still freaking Braves world champs, baby. Oh, yeah. Woo! Woo! So, 
really got in under the wire, as we said before. But yeah, I'm just going to go back to enjoying uh, beautiful Atlanta here for a couple more days. Jimmy, I'd say uh, we should hang out, but you've got the plague. Yeah, yeah, I know. It, it sucks. Um, but uh, yeah, maybe I'll, you know, take another test here another day or so, see how I'm doing. Because I don't feel that sick. Right. So, and now they're good. saying, too, that maybe five days is all you really need if you have the booster before you can get back out to work. You got to get to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, we'll see. yeah, it's been a crazy year. Uh, you know, we've had a crazy year on this show. Um, but thank you all for listening throughout it all. Uh, you know, still still minimal audience uh would be nice in 2022 maybe to grow that out but uh we'll figure that out hopefully but thank you all for listening stay safe i know new year's just coming up but just be careful out there you know it's crazy yeah and yeah, if, uh, if you're gonna celebrate pervs miss just do it responsibly is you all know, can ask. yeah just just come where you're supposed to exactly. there's nothing in there's nothing in the perv perv bible that you have to celebrate pervsmas in december because there is a That's bible true. there is a pervs perv yes. bible out there which i believe herb wrote that as well yes. but i'm not <laughs> i'm sure yeah he's like a co-author with his brother <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> which we'll have to have the two of them on again at some point i think in mm-hmm. 2022 yes. maybe after pervsmas we can catch up with them see how it all went down uh for sure if they're alive you know which yeah I, assume they will be because those guys will never die yep yep but yeah everyone thanks for listening we appreciate it we appreciate the the support stay safe out there and uh we'll see you all in 2022 baby happy new year bye bye have a bless Dansby throws to first base. Is this happening? It is. The Atlanta Braves are world champions. And guess what? We are those motherfuckers! The day of reckoning will come.